to the arena the interviews with dc the dj welcome to another episode of back to the arena the interviews we take the interviews out of our syndicated radio show back to the arena and put them out here on a podcast for you and of course if you want to listen to shows on demand you can head to back to the arena show.com and click on the on demand tab Well, some guests keep putting out crazy good albums, one after the other, and my guest today returns to the show with another great solo record. I want to welcome back Robin McCauley to Back to the Arena. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys, and thank you for everything you've done. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. You know, into the arena. (laughs) Yeah. Stay in the arena, damn it. Stay in the arena. It's the place to be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, you were here last May talking about the new uh, Black Swan record, and now you have your latest album, Alive, now out, uh, and you did it again, another killer record. Oh, thank you, guys. You know, um, I still love what I do, and as long as I can continue to love what I do, I'll love what I yeah. do, you know? So I am I feel very fortunate. Somebody wants to listen to it. and <laughs> Somebody. Yes, I really want to listen to it. Well, when we had you on for your first solo album, you wondered who would want to hear it and hear your back. I think people want to hear it, my friend. Yeah, um, I, I think you know I didn't want to do that first one because yeah. I went, what would I do? Um, but we did it, and I had amazing response to it, thanks to you guys, and um, came out of Generation Mind with Black Swan. I got into this one, although I was supposed to uh, deliver this to the front door of uh, – frontiers i think around june i, I was late <laughs> i was late. i went to i went to europe with shanker and that just got extended and uh i bumped into alessandro del vecchio there who, who? Of course, alessandro del vecchio never heard of him yes <laughs> and of course of course i said hey, dude you know i'm late he goes i'm late too right so we worked the plan and i came back and we got stuck in and he sent me a bucket load of songs and the other writers sent me a bucket load of songs i picked 12 and and now you've got alive. Yeah, yeah, and, and you got fully charged for... and fully charged. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell him to get started on that third solo record. Yeah, he, well, you know, we did. Uh, somebody asked me earlier if we carried over old songs from the last. We didn't. This was a fresh bucket of songs, and and I, I don't like that. Sometimes it works. You know, hey, dude, remember that riff? From like ten years ago, no. <laughs> no, I don't remember it, and I don't, I don't want to remember it. I want something new. Yeah. Now, yeah. 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 Well, first off, I want clarity on this album cover. Uh, tell me what the story is on this cover, so I can see if I got it right. Okay, so um, you know, I always like kind of, you know, they say to me, "Hey, do you have any ideas for the art?" <laughs> I'm going, "Oh yeah." So once, once I had. Uh, very early on in the process, when I, I wrote uh, the lyrics and the melody on Alive, um, I start. I knew immediately where it was where it was going to go. I love the old Hollywood vampire movies, the Frankenstein movies, and I thought, okay, Alive. What does that tell me? So I came up with the whole. I spoke with the artist who is awesome. He works great with me. I said, I want an old frankenstein style laboratory i want the incubator i want we'll use the mics as like sort of the songs and we'll create the 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 charge to spell out alive and, and all of that sort of stuff and um we did the same with the photographer when, when we do this i want i want to create this sequence of like how we open this charge up and 
you know <laughs> and and he goes we'll try and make it work because most of it has to be done post-production you can't actually do it and they did a, an amazing job and they they went with my stupid ideas yeah, yeah <laughs> and, it's, this it's, what, and this is and this is what we got <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard for him to put motion into a, a still picture but it right? wasn't. It wasn't close to what I, I thought it was. So I'm glad I got clarity on what that. What did you think it was? Tell me. Well, I, I actually thought it was Jesus trying to keep the world alive. That's that's kind of the vision I got out of it. Well, that's positive. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. That's pretty. I mean, if that's what you you see, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty just, awesome. I'm never right. I'm never. If you look at the incubator, right? It's just basically it's it's taking nothing and creating creating something. Yeah something energy and it's an energy source yeah, yeah. so yes I'll, I'll go with jesus i'm i'm a big fan of jesus so yeah <laughs> I, will, I will go i will go i will go with jc on this one okay yeah. <laughs> well yeah, the first single and video is the title track alive and what a great song i talk about the meaning of that song did that have to play in the cover as well yes it did very very much and and you know it's uh I, I was telling somebody also today, I don't have the book of words under my desk or something to draw from. I draw from what the media gives me mostly. And it's, there's a lot of stuff going on. We're, we're all a little crazy post pandemic here. And and I wanted to sort of write something that, that was show how positive and how resilient we can be, that we've had a lot of stuff thrown us for the last two, two and a half years. And I tried to delve on that and, you know, the shit that goes on in the shopping malls, the stuff that goes, you can't walk the street anymore. Somebody's going to come at you. And I wanted to create something like that, that no matter what, throw the kitchen sink at me, we will come out the other end. Yeah, there is, there is always a light. And, and you know, united we stand, forward we will move and that sort of stuff. And that's really what it was, a kind of a positive message that, that I'm still alive. We're alive. We will get through this together. Yeah, you know, and we saw a lot of you in the video. It was all you. Uh, well, <laughs> how difficult is it as a solo artist? You know, I miss those other guys around me. I'm always looking around, going, "Where are you, you bastards?" You know, it's very, it's very hard to uh, to make yourself look like ten people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so uh, um, it's 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 not as easy as it looks because it's very awkward because it's like, okay, make do this. <laughs> it has to be yeah. bigger, larger than yeah. life because you're the only one doing it. And, and so how long did it take you to do all that? With you know, costume, ooh, outfit changes and whatnot? Uh, we're pretty good because we, we go in with a blueprint. So we pretty much know what we're going to plan out. Video director is just amazing. Um, he worked with me on, on, on uh, before he'd worked on the black Swan stuff and they basically map it out, send me an idea, and they go, we're thinking of going this way with it, mixed with the ideas that you have. What do you think? Does this make sense to you? Are we, we going down the right the right rabbit hole here? Mm -hmm. uh, and we set up the lights. They found this amazing studio downtown that was like that whole galvanized thing. It was just killer. It was like killer. Um, and we decide which, you know, I pretty much have the same look all the time you know i like the sleeveless and the, you know it's like you know don't don't put a man into a suit of clothes if he's just not going to cut it you know yeah so um we we worked out with lighting is really important to create certain scenes and we wanted the alive part of the whole thing to be just basically everything would become lit up just supercharged
Back to the arena. The interviews. We are talking with Robin McCauley about his latest album, Alive. And Robin, we talked about the Alive video. Now tell us about the second video, Feel Like Hell. It's like a mini movie, and it's me fighting with my alter ego, basically. So there's two of me. Oh, more <laughs> Robin McCauley. There's two of me, and it's <laughs> it's super cool. And we shot that very late at night on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Um, and it was, we froze our asses off. It was so cold. <laughs> and they kept having me change, you know, from a jacket to a, not a jacket. And I'm going, oh man, <laughs> you know? Um, and what was cool about that was the props were already there for us. We were just using what was at, at, at our convenience. Yeah. The lighting on the street was great at 11 and 12 o'clock at night. We found these great alleys that were covered in graffiti. It was perfect for the script we had written we had we had flyby ambulances we had we had fire trucks we had we had the scary dogs we had everything <laughs> it was it was perfect and so we shot this mini movie and uh everybody's loving it they're going to this is like and of course it's right at the 13th it looks like <laughs> it, couldn't, it couldn't be better yeah 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 go with me man see how far you get <laughs> yeah and well, I want to hear about the song "Bless Me, Father." That was one of my favorites on the ah. new album. Uh, I love the sound of your vocals uh, when you sing "Changing Water into Wine." Tell me about "Bless Me, Father." Yeah, um, uh, it's kind of a, a um, it's kind of a, a looking inside, you know, a life journey. Uh, I thought we would actually have that as a single at one point, and then I thought, ah, people are going to think I'm preaching to them. You know, it's it's like a confessional. It's like, you know, you put your head on the pillow at night and you're going, oh, man, I really messed up. So it's, yeah. having, it's having a little private talk with yourself and, and a higher power. And, and you're basically living everything that you've ever gone through. And, and, and you're going, I know you're listening. I know you're listening and I'm really sorry and I'll never do it again. And of course you walk out the door and you do the same thing over and over and over and over, and over again. And so you're, you're on this journey of continual continuously asking for forgiveness for something that you're just going to keep repeating. Yeah. And I'm thinking we're all there. We don't really mean it. You know, I, you know, I won't do this, dude. I, I messed up. I won't do this again, but you, you do, you do. Yeah. And that's what it is. And I, I, I love the melody on it and I love how I structured the, uh, the, the words and, 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 and how it works together. The, it suited the music just, it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one of my favorites. And the other song I wanted to ask about that I really liked was Fading Away. I love that uh, song, too. Yeah, Fading Away is so there's usually um, a Tommy Denander uh, is just a phenomenal writer. He he co-wrote and produced all of the Detroit uh, spaces with Alice Cooper. And Tommy, mm -hmm. Tommy and I wrote two songs on the Standing on the Edge album. And I wasn't going to let him go without getting another two songs. Usually how it works with Tommy and myself, he go, dude, you give me two, I'll give you two. <laughs> so we have this little game. So in the meantime, since Standing on the Edge, I gave Tommy another two songs. And he actually, they were both singles, which was really cool. And so I'm going, come on, son, you owe me. <laughs> so then he gives me two. And Fading Away is one of Tommy's songs. And I just love how he... He structured the, the the music on it, and I never know how he's going to react when I send him something, right? right. And he also, he goes, 
just disappoint me for once, will you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a Tommy Denander and 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 myself. We we we, we I, again, I write all the lyrics, I write all the melodies. So they spend hours writing all of this great music and then they throw it to me and they're just clueless about what i'm going to do you should I could, you should i could take it down the tubes really quick <laughs> you should purposely send him something really bad and see if he just says oh that's great <laughs> i went don't you love this dude listen to this <laughs> yeah so i love working on stuff that he writes and and that's that's where it came from and um um, regarding the titles, you know, I never know where I'm at in the moment and I'll pick something and it's just how I feel right on the spot. And once the song is done, I'm already into the next one. And sometimes I'm, I'm thinking, well, what did I write that about? Why did I do that? Sometimes I just don't know why I did it. It's just, it's right. And the other song that I wrote with Tommy is I think the one that follows after it called, uh, my only son. That's actually a real, a real story about uh, a lady called uh, uh, Santa Kims, who together with her son murdered about five people, including her husband. And they basically were just finagling insurance bonds and hmm. properties out of people. And the only way they could have them sign off it, they'd have them sign off it and then kill them and dump them. And <laughs> and they didn't get fined. They, never, they were never found out until the very last one, which was uh, some lady that... Uh, a lady by the name of Silverman that owned a, a high rise in New York and they basically managed to have her sign off on everything and, wow. and did the deed on her, but they left stuff at the scene of the crime, which always happens. Yeah. And then she, she had an incestuous relationship with her son, Mary Tyler Moore uh, played her part in a very old movie that dates back. And I want to say probably in the seventies, um, and there is a movie, I think it's called my, my mother's son, I think it's called. Okay. Um, and it was a different role for Mary Tyler Moore to yeah. play. Um, and, and, uh, you should watch it. So I read up about the whole thing and I wanted to get it. And then she got arrested. He got arrested. And then she snitched on him, said it was his fault. She died in prison. He's still in prison because he spilled the beans on her. And as a, he, he missed, uh, he got a, a pass on the execution because they were going to execute him. Wow. Uh, so he did several life sentences for all the murders that they committed. So he is still actually in jail. So I'm, maybe I should send him a copy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him on back to the arena. Yeah, we should get him on back to the arena. That'd be, that'd be something because, dude, you missed this part. There was one extra body you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I mean, there's so many good songs. It's hard to find one that I didn't like, you know, but oh. uh, the other one I had on my list to ask about real quick was who I am. Oh, um, again. Uh, so there's two, there's, there's a bunch of different writers. Alessandro has got his bunch of writers and then there's two great guys up in Sweden. Um, Ulrich uh, Longfist and uh, Pete Alpenberg, and they send me a bucket of songs. And I think we have like four and five or five and four, whatever it is that we split up the songs. And it's kind of got a little kind of a Scorpions feel almost two at a times, you know? Um, and I don't know why per se. Um, and it's just one of those moments again, where it's like, you know, People looking at you a certain way and go, that's really not what I do. And that's really not who I am, dude. You know, and it's like to have a different perception of the person that you are or the situation that you're in. You go, 
no, you misread that whole thing, you know. <laughs> Look, well, read the contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's where that sort of stuff comes from, okay. you know. So, uh, you know, I pick, I pick from, I pick from what's up in the clouds and, and try to make it work. Yeah. Well, I'm still waiting for the back to the arena song. You know, I'm still waiting. Dude, I want one of those, I want one of those hats, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I want you must you, you have a t-shirt? I want a I do. I do, we do. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to send you something. Yeah, I want that t-shirt, dude. I'd wear that everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Schenker's big song instrumental is into right, the arena. Right. So can you Oh, dude, we'd be we'd be we'd be cooking with gas. <laughs> <laughs> So when are we going to get that tour, that U.S. tour? When are you going to come around, you know, through the Midwest and well, East? Um, you know, I, I'm ready to tour. I'm ready to tour. The only thing that's missing is I need to have a band behind me, and I need to have an agent and or a promoter who goes, yeah, we could sell that tour. We could sell some tickets on that tour because otherwise it's a dead duck. Yeah, It wouldn't be, co- it wouldn't be cost effective. I will do the... Uh, um, the Frontiers Festival this year, and all of these songs will will see the light of day, and uh, maybe even some Black Swans uh, songs in there too. I'm hoping that Reb will be will be at the festival. Um, Is that the one in Atlanta? I, Is that in Atlanta? No, it'll be in Milan. In Italy. Oh, well, that doesn't do me any good. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> what I'm hoping is what I'm hoping is that that because it'll be rehearsed, that I'll be able to take the band and utilize that for for uh, uh getting promoters and and an agent interested and again um you know you can put it together and then it doesn't sell and then then what do you do you know it's it's not as easy as it sounds right. it's, it, it usually comes down to you know yeah the bottom line, yeah. as always which is such a shame yeah ticket sales ticket sales that's what it is i just want you know? i just want what i want and i want it now yeah <laughs> and i want it now <laughs> So are you going to be back uh, doing the rating the rock vault shows as well? Um, I got offered to come back in. I will do the 10th anniversary come March. Um, uh, you know, I was there for seven years and almost 1500 shows. And wow. uh, when the pandemic hit, um, my wife got her nursing license and uh, I did a lot of the Schenker fests. And I thought this is wrong. I love the fest. The, I love the, the touring and you can get stuck in a rut when you do a residency and forget where you actually came from. And and so I was kind of missing that, having getting back into it again. And so I I, I declined and uh, I may guest okay. from time to time. I am part of a great thing called Icons of Rock. And they I was in Bolivia with them just before Christmas. And uh, it's a killer band. Alex Lidgerwood from that was with Santana. Dave Bickler from Survivors in there. It's just, it's just great big classic power powerhouse rock songs, and um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and they play, they play arenas and they play huge venues, and it's just I love all of that. Yeah. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a different, it's just a different set of wheels. Yeah. Well, Milan and Bolivia that still doesn't do me any good. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be the first to know. Okay. <laughs> I promise. I promise. You'll be the first to know. All right. Well, I know you're limited for time, but I want to get through my crazy question segment. I know you're dying to do it. Come, Come on. Come on. You know, I'll never get it right. Come yeah, on. Yeah. So let's, I got six questions for you. Make it easy. Oh, Make it easy dear. for you. Six. Okay. <laughs> easy questions. What, 
Well, would you take it if the opportunity came for you to be immortal? Oh, who wants to live forever? <laughs> There's my answer. <laughs> so that's, that's a no. no. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, what I is something your brain really wants good to good looking vampire, and I had a lots of really good looking vampires around me, <laughs> and I was wearing the ring that you never changed from that beautiful vampire. <laughs> <laughs> okay yes <laughs> okay so, so so that's no yes, with an asterisk with an, <laughs> okay <laughs> what is something your brain wants to convince you to do but you have to fight it holy shit um excuse my <laughs> what is something my brain wants me to do but i have to fight it um you know i don't listen to my brain very much it's not it's not the <laughs> best place to go for information <laughs> um um oh man um, I don't know. I always think with my wife and my kids. I know this sounds a little cheesy. I feel pretty content. I think I have, I have okay. all all the all the, the the bases covered. There's not much. There's not much okay. that I really I really need. Every I don't really need to win the lotto. Of course, I'd love to win the lotto, but I don't. I don't play yeah. it, so I'm not going to win it. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to win it. I do play it. So. <laughs> Okay, easier question. Which would be the smartest animal if they could all talk? Of all time? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, which which animal do you think would would be the smartest if they could actually talk? Oh dear. Um. Well, I'm going to. You know, I have a mini schnauzer, right? And I can okay. tell you, I think he actually does talk because he's definitely he definitely communicates. I don't think. I've had other animals throughout my life, and he's definitely the smartest little guy I've ever come across. I mean, he knows every move that you're making, and he can ask for stuff and he, by just looking at you. So he definitely knows how to communicate. So I'm going to stick with my little dog, Cooper. So, so he only talks with you, though. No, oh my God, you know, you can, we can, we, the rest of the family can do everything for him, right? And he is super attentive. My wife, he hears her coming a block away. And he drops everything. Really? That's cool. He drops everything. And she's not even out of the car yet. And it's like, oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. And I think he actually talks to her. I've heard her talking, and I know she's talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to stick with my dog, Cooper. I know okay. why Wise is an elephant and all of that sort of stuff. No. My dog. No. My dog, okay. Cooper. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, what movie makes you laugh, even though you've seen it several times? Oh, come on! <sighs> um, I, I, you know, they, they have the races with the Marx Brothers. Okay, I'm a huge Marx Brothers fan. I mean, okay. I mean, it's not everybody's humor; it's my humor. You know, yeah. You know, <laughs> everybody loves Santa Claus, and everybody knows there's no sanity clause. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love the Marx Brothers, so I'll take any of the Marx Brothers, but Day of the Races is one of my personal favorites. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite toy when you were a child? Do you remember back that far? Guns. I'm Irish. <laughs> I like guns. <laughs> um, oh, man. Um, and that's not funny. I actually always, you know, my dad was a soldier. My uncles were soldiers. I I, they, I always got, like, toy guns and, okay. and, and, and military helmets and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Oh, hey, I played with everybody played with the like, cap guns back in the day too. You know, of course, yeah. of course. You know, and we made our own um, bows and arrows and 
you know, poked each other's eyes out. Yeah, and all sorts why not? Of stuff. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. When you're in the country, you need this is so much space. Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right. Final question for you: If if you could have lunch Ooh, yeah. with one person from history, dead or alive, uh, who would you want to have lunch with? God. Okay. And what would be your first question? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why? We, I think we could do with a visit. I think we really could do with a little visit and a little sort of playing catch up and going, why? 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 Yeah. I think, and I think that would answer a multitude of questions. Why to, yeah. why to a lot of stuff? Why? It'd have to be a lot of parts in that answer, probably. But he could answer it in one. Nobody else could answer mm-hmm. it in one. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that would be the pertinent question. Why? Why? And he would say, why what? And I'm going, you know why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know exactly. We can get him on, get him and your dog on back to the arena. My two favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just called my dog a person. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, you know, they are. Yeah. To, you know, everybody. Yeah. So part of the family. There you go. He said, I caught you. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So everybody needs to get the new live album, RobinMcCauley.com, uh, Facebook, Robin McCauley Rock, and Instagram at Robin underscore MC underscore Ollie. Uh, they can uh, check you out there. I appreciate your time as always, and I look forward to talking to you I again uh, when the next album comes out. I had a blast. Thank you guys so much. Stay well. And uh, I'll see you up on uh, on the on the media source. And, uh, well, and we'll get you that shirt, too. Give me that shirt. Give All me right. that shirt. I love you guys. Thank you so much. For more information about the Back to the Arena show, simply head to our website at backtothearenashow.com. Here's one more song from Robin McCauley's Alive album. This is Fading Away, and I will see you next time on another Back to the Arena, the interviews on Electrocast. Close your eyes and make a wish. Tell me what you think of that.
interviews. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there.